Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the CHGO White Sox podcast coming to you live from Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. I'm your host, host Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. We got the full CHGO White Sox crew uh, with me. That's Vinny Duber, our CHGO White Sox beat writer. You can follow him at Vinny Duber, and uh, you can read his latest piece up at All CHGO that was published today about Paul Yanish. Man in the middle is Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him at Ecknerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. You can follow the show at CHGO underscore White Sox. And thank you to everyone for hanging out with us. Hit that thumbs up button and hit that subscribe button as well. Uh, it's seemingly with Kevin Kaduk's uh, recent stat that we keep growing and growing. And that's great to see. So, you know, tell your brothers, sisters, your mom, dad, sons, granddaughters, neighbors. grandpas, neighbors. Veterinarians, the, guy at, the the checkout guy or gal at the jewel. Uh, we could tell producer Sarah. Do you know about CHGO? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so Sarah knows about it. Gets uh, check. paychecks. Yeah. Oh right, you work here. Oh, silly me. She was very flummoxed by that question. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're going to talk today uh, about Liam Hendricks reportedly uh, having his option declined. John Heyman of the New York Post is reporting that the 2024 team option will not be picked up by the Chicago White Sox. We'll discuss that off the bat today. Uh, we're going to talk about the White Sox being ranked the worst team in baseball by ESPN, which I find interesting. And Tonight, the NBA in-season tournament starts. We'll theorize, hey, should the MLB do something like this? Because they have enough games to try something out with them. If they want to confuse the hell out of everybody like the NBA seems to be doing, then they should step right up. Oh, You guys yesterday, or what was this, Tuesday, were saying that baseball is the hardest sport for people to just walk in and understand. So Yeah. I mean, compared to the sport where you just go end-to-end and put something in a hoop, it makes sense. (laughs) Or net. I guess. Yeah, it's true. I mean, ball hit bat. Or bat hit ball, you know? What if it doesn't? You're out. <laughs> it's pretty simple. See, this is already ta- this is already <laughs> taking a lot of explanation. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into the first topic. Uh, again, uh, John Heyman reporting uh, of the New York Post uh, that the White Sox will decline Liam Hendricks' option. Uh, and that over time, I, I feel like the $15 million is over 15 years. I'm right? happy to explain it, Sean. Okay. I just looked into this the other day, so I'm happy to uh, take it away here. So why don't you take it and go score on the other end? <laughs> simple as that. Uh, Liam Hendricks has a $15 million team option for the 2024 season. If the White Sox pick it up, they will pay him $15 million this year. If they decline that option, he will become a free agent. They will still pay him that $15 million, but it will be paid in yearly installments of $1.5 million over the next 10 years. 
So, I, I mean, the the decision in general should what John Heyman reported be the, the what actually ends up being the case. Uh, I don't think it's terribly surprising. This is a guy who just had Tommy John surgery, is not expected to pitch much, if at all, in 2024. Now, as you saw last night, Players Union voted Liam Hendricks the AL Comeback Player of the Year. You might not want to bet against Liam Hendricks uh, taking all year to, to need that recovery before he's back on a big league mound, but that's a different topic. Um, the White Sox, the decision, it seems, in my opinion, came down to did they want to spend, allocate $15 million of this year's budget mm-hmm. to having Liam Hendricks around, or did they want to knock that to use a uh, an NHL term, cap hit, right, down to $1.5 million for not just the 2024 season, but obviously the, all the seasons or the nine seasons that come after it. Um, I don't, I don't think it had been asked of, of Jerry Reinsdorf. I don't know if it means something to him to either, you know, pay that at once or pay it all over. That money has been spent, right? It's been yeah. spent on Liam Hendricks. The, the question is, does he view those annual budgets as something that needs to be worked with, or is it just that money spent, move on to the next thing? This would seem to indicate maybe that he does like the idea of only, you know, paying $1.5 million to Liam Hendricks in 2024 so that money can be spent. The other $13.5 million of that can be spent elsewhere. Um, but also... With Airfield? Among other potential options. Uh, but also, I'm sure that there's no owner out there who wants to pay a guy not to play. And uh, while this money is the same, regardless, you know, we all theorize and probably will get into this in a little bit that it might be beneficial in some ways to have him around to have Liam Hendricks around um, as long as you can but if he's not going to play maybe you, you you use that financial freedom to, to do some other things yeah I know we knew that this decision was going to come and I'm glad the White Sox made this decision the way that they did uh, reportedly that they did not pick up that money because we know the budget's going to be tight for the White Sox as Jerry says 180 was a lot of money they spent and I don't know where their budget's going to be this year but I have a question for both of you guys like is this the end of Liam's White Sox career? Because you're only spending 1.5 on him this next year. Veteran minimum 700,000. You can fit him in for something small and say, hey, here's a little bit of money. You're still on insurance. You still get to get the facility. That's the only thing that I think I would care about, especially with his his surgery that he just had. Where is he going to get the rehab? I know he's rich, so he has money to do it, but it would be better to be at a place, a major league facility, especially he lives in Arizona, and the White Sox are there. You can just sign him to a small deal, and maybe he could just be around the players and rehab, and then if he is Liam, like we expect Liam to be, September, Liam. If he's again. a free agent, though, I mean, why can't the Dodgers do that? Eat, right. The yeah. Dodgers live in, I mean, they're, they're, they share Calvin back, right? I mean, yeah, anybody. Yeah, all 30 teams are available. I'm sure somebody's going to bite at Liam Hendricks. 100%. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. If he's the, if he ends up hitting free agency here, you would think, because we've seen it before across baseball with other, with other players, guys who get two-year deals or one-year plus an option deal to spend a full year rehabbing and then – be able to play for the team the following year. It would seem to make total sense that every team should want to do this with a guy who has been as fantastic as Liam Hendricks has been at that closer role. Um, the White Sox have a need. They don't have a closer. Now, granted, you know who knows quite how they're moving the puzzle pieces around to get to 2025, let's say. But I would think that, A, you've got a chance to have Liam Hendricks as part of a pennant race, 
if you're a, mm-hmm. if you're one of these teams that plans to be in a pennant race next season, and B, you get to have them for the entirety of the year after. It would make a lot of sense to me for any team to to go and give him that this guy that kind of deal. And to reiterate to reiterate some points, uh, you tweeted out again the fact that he's expected to miss most of the 2024 season, uh, recovering from Tommy John surgery. He said that he would like to pitch in 2024, so it wasn't a guarantee that you weren't going to pay him completely not to play because he's a psychopath. Just won the AL Comeback Player of the Year because he returned from. Oh, cancer, right? So, um, like five months. Yeah, pretty determined guy. <laughs> the only thing that held him back was his UCL. So, you know, have pretty good reasons not to play baseball. Um, I don't think that he wants to be away from the sport. So, there was a possibility you pick up the option and he still pitches for you late in the season. Obviously, the Sox don't need a $15 million closer with after they just lost 100 uh, games. But we all think, or at least coming from Jerry Reinsdorf's mouth, that they want to be competitive, that they want to get this turned around as quick as possible. So, I mean, it's probably in good graces after Liam told the media that he's spoken with Jerry Reinsdorf and kind of, right? That he, well, he did that he this kind after, of pleaded his case he did to this, Jerry. He did this after, he said this after the surgery. He said that he talked to Jerry to make sure it was okay that he hung around the team, mm. um, you know, that he was around the team. Because here's the thing, if you... If you know, if you have Tommy John surgery, you're out. You can go rehab however you want. Liam Hendricks was in that clubhouse every single day, all day, every single day in uniform. You know what I mean? Like he is someone who it was very important to him to be in that clubhouse, to be around the team, to be a part of what that team was going through. And obviously, last year it was something negative. But by the when you talk to him at the end of the year, he's talking about you know young guys being able to 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 do something new for this team. And it sounded like he wanted to be a part of it. So. Um, that, that's that's the conversation that he had with Jerry during the summer when or you know earlier in the year when he had that uh, as of the end of the season he told us he had not spoken with with Chris Getz yet about the option obviously that's a month and a half ago at this point I'm sure those conversations have been had since particularly if the White Sox have come to a conclusion there but listen when we say all 30 teams should be chomping at the bit to get this guy into their uh, organization you know it doesn't mean that it's over for the White Sox. You know, like the, the White Sox have a tremendous relationship with Liam Hendricks. He and his wife have done so many good things in the community here since they arrived, as we chronicled in detail earlier this year. Um, you would think that they would be able to have a very easy dialogue with Liam if they were interested in a reunion. We don't we don't know if that's the case, obviously. We'll ask next week when we talk to Chris Getz down in Arizona, but... Um, I don't think I don't think the book is closed, but now what they have to do is compete with 29 other teams to try and get him back here. Yeah, and I think yeah, like you said, the two-year deal thing makes sense where you're just taking a redshirt year on 2024 and if he does come back, uh, that's found money. And then 2025, he's ready to go. And you know Liam's going to be chomping at the bit to actually get on the mound and deliver while he does in uh, – Every day when he uh, was a reliever of the year twice in a row. We found, uh, I mean, we, we, uh, yesterday it was reported that the Dodgers worked out an extension with Max Muncy. So, I mean, would you think that if this report was, do you think that the, the wording of the report is interesting, saying that they're just declining the option? Because, again, like they have the opportunity to work out a different deal with Liam. I mean, I, wouldn't, wouldn't, I mean, they have yeah. the ability to have you know exclusive negotiation rights. You can, so well, I, I mean, don't think it's an exclusive thing, but no. you, well, I guess it would be because right he's technically still under contract, right? Because um, Muncie's was a team option, and they yeah, extended yeah. him for two years. The idea is that teams right now can talk to to free agents. Yes, they can right now. They can't. No free agents can sign until Monday. Yeah. 
Um, but but so I guess you're right in saying that he they haven't declined the, if they haven't officially declined the option yet he's still under contract right so I suppose perhaps exclusive is an appropriate word in this in this regard I just think you know it seems like they're letting him go out to the market so I, I understand hey he could come back and I just feel like I'm blinded by my love of Liam Hendricks. Look what him and his wife do in the community. Look what he's done for animals in the LGBT community. He's great. He's a great guy. He's worked his ass off to get come back from cancer. And everyone wanted to see that moment. And he came out and was fantastic. You know, loves he, Legos. Right? Oh, the, he loves Legos, Moniker and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's he's a very lovable guy. But also, I'm a person that was complaining about the bullpen spending. Is Chris Getz now saying, hey, we just lost 100 games. He's a great person, but we have to make the hard decision to not pay this guy $15 million because we aren't a team that needs a $15 million closer. I mean, maybe the, that, that budget is well, you know, well spent $13.5 million to fill second base or right field rather than a guy that's going to pitch 67 innings. But then it comes down again. Not even in 2024. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't come close to that, so, I would imagine. But it, it, it comes down to, again, the same question we've been asking over and over again. When, do, when does Chris Getz want this White Sox team to, to be competitive? Because if the answer is next year, then, yeah, you need that extra $13.5 million to go try to fill all of these holes, one of which, by the way, is closer. Yep. Um, but if the answer is 2025, <laughs> and that's when Liam Hendricks is going to be healthy again, Boy, this makes a lot of sense to to do that to your deal. We're not advocating for anything here necessarily. Or I'm not advocating for anything necessarily. I'm just saying we have seen this before. The relationship that they have with this player, the importance that he has in that clubhouse, it would seem that things could line up to make something like that make an awful lot of sense. But you're absolutely right as well in saying they just knocked down what was a $15 million commitment for 2024 only to $1.5 million commitment times 10 for the next thing. That's a big deal in terms of next year's payroll, and they got a lot of spots on that roster to fill out. And I'm sure that him being on the IL makes this an easy decision for Chris Getz, but if he was healthy, I don't know if they, they're picking it up. I Like you said, $15 million for a 100-loss team, a closer on a bad team is no good. And as Connor brings up Sergio Santos' name, he was on a bad team <laughs> when he was dominating, and that's why he got traded to well, Toronto. But then that becomes a Tim Anderson question where it's like, we'll just pick it up and trade him if he's healthy. You know what I mean? Right, like yeah. that, well, that that, that's, a, that's a different thing altogether. But um, this, is just, this is just such a unique situation because of the health, because of the guy, because of the team, because of the budget. Like everything is no, – nothing here is like – an everyday decision, and I and I'm sure that this was not a decision that Chris Chris gets made lightly. If this is the one that uh, that ends up being being what was reported, right again, because like how can you not love Liam Hendricks? He he seems like a winner on and off the field. But like you look at the Rangers, they're not spending fifteen million dollars. Like they spent fifteen million dollars on Leclerc when they signed him in 2019, and he's been there forever, right? I mean, he's been there since 2016. Um, and I think they drafted him or at least signed him. Uh, so, I mean, like, you don't, you can see the blueprint. Like, you don't have to have a $15 million closer to win in, in, in baseball. So I just wonder if this might also be a, a gets, I don't know, philosophy thing. Because, again, you, I mean, that $13.5 million is a lot better spent than a guy that's going to play, like, 162 games at second base. I mean, they purged <clears> all field. <laughs> they purged all the high-priced uh, relievers. So maybe that is a... Chris Getz thing, and I know Chris Getz wasn't part of the uh, August trades necessarily, and that was more Kenny Williams and uh, uh, Rick Hahn, but 
there's no more high-priced uh, free agent or uh, relievers back there. The high-priced guy, I think now, is Aaron Bummer, who's not making that much money himself. Uh, yeah, what, five and a half, I think, Bummer is off off the top of my head. Um, and I don't think anyone else is over $2 million. Yeah. Um, if they pick up Tukey, he's at 1.7. And I, I, I'd assume well, he's Well, he's good. arb-eligible. Um, is he arb-eligible? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Does he not have a flat rate? Is it just not they pick him up? No. no. They, okay. No. They have to... Come to I, yeah. agree to terms. And again, that this is why baseball is just not easily picked up by the youth. What is arbitration? Oh. Ex- give me <laughs> explain arbitration in, How much in time a minute. Not a minute. A minute? You present a number, the yeah. team presents a number, and then, then the mediator picks one of those numbers. Right. But that's only if you go to arbitration yeah. and you normally don't go to arbitration. You normally just settle on a deal by negotiating it. But it only applies to guys who have been in the league for a certain amount of time, but not a certain <laughs> amount of time. How fun. Yeah. And then teams are like, uh, yeah, we're not going to bring you up until like May 12th. And so that year doesn't count. And then your your clock yeah. doesn't start until year four where everybody or year five until everybody else's clock starts on year four. And you're trying yeah. to tell me this is uh, easier to easier to understand sport than soccer and if you start in <laughs> april with your team uh and you're really good your team gets a first round draft pick so right super didn't, two we didn't uh, j-rod have like that crazy year as a rookie so they're like it, it, there's that new rule that if you play a rookie right away and don't f with his service time you get rewarded as a team exactly just roll your eyes uh <laughs> smash that like button as beef is saying uh we appreciate everyone hanging out with us uh paul canerico likes is you know is, is is nice but we'd like to you know maybe get to a joe creedy uh maybe get to liam a Bubba jenks maybe get to a, a liam hendrix uh right how about alex rios 51. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Peyton's saying my like button has been obliterated. Uh, so we appreciate how about, that. Peyton. How about a Keenan Milton? Oh, that'd be great. Uh, Ma- uh, AKA Manny Ramirez. 99. Yeah. 99. Oh, all right. It's cool. as high as you can go yeah. with yeah. players. Yeah. Likes yeah. we could go and fit like in. A, like in a thousand years, there's going to be at least three numbers on uh, jerseys. You brought won't up. will be here, though. Oh, sorry to cut you off. No. Baseball will be here in a thousand years? Oh, yeah. Wow. It'll be so terrible. Mm. People still won't know how to. <laughs> People still won't know, be able to explain arbitration. What is this? <laughs> how old's stickball? And Scherzer will still be out there trying to pitch. <laughs> uh, you brought up. Uh, Lander. Gets not being a part of those August trades. Uh, we did have a little bit of interesting uh, news from the Dodgers. They are reportedly declining Lance Lynn's option. Uh, so that trade looks a lot better if you're the White Sox. We oh, just yeah. got rid of Lance Lynn. Uh, and, hey, you could possibly you need a starting pitcher. So, I mean, go trade Lance Lynn for Nick Nostrini. And go get Lance Lynn back? Go get leisure. Lance Lynn back. And Leisure's there, too? Oh, Leisure, right. Yeah, I mean, it was a great trade. I was shocked at the time that they got anything for Lance Lynn. I know he's pitching a little bit better than he was before earlier in the year, but I was like, ooh, ooh, the Dodgers really need starting pitchers, and Lance Lynn's a guy, I guess so. And, I mean, Joe Kelly was decent for him, but damn, Lance Lynn, I don't know what happened this year. I mean, he gave up too many home runs. Is what happened? Too, like forty plus. We well, gave up four in one inning in the playoffs. <laughs> That's not good. I mean, what did he take him out? You know, I mean, guys After have two. I'm like, I'm good. Thank you, Lance. Get your ass out. He made 32 starts and you know struck out 191. That's posting. I mean, you know, his ERA might have been his five point seven five. Some of his strikeout numbers were the best of his career. You can see why a team would have wanted to trade for him after seeing that uh, in, in the middle of the year. Now, well, I think the White Sox probably got 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 the better end of that oh deal. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he made. I mean, he was a lot better with LA too. To be fair, I mean, sixty four innings, four point three six ERA. Um, he did get uh, what give up sixteen home runs still, uh, but his ERA plus was one hundred. It was sixty nine. Nice with the White Sox. So uh, he was more average with the 
with the uh, Dodgers. So, you know, he's average, throws a lot of innings. He's good for the White Sox. Just had a down year. He's perfect for Brian Bannister. You oh, no, no. I'm talking myself oh, in the lane. Uh, all right. Uh, finally, uh, Whit Merrifield's option was decline. And, uh, Bruce, it was a mutual, right? It was a mutual. Yeah. And the, the and let me tell you, the Toronto Blue, Blue Jays, Jays were Jays not interested. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bruce Levine of 670 The Score is reporting that the White Sox have interest in Whit Merrifield. It is destined. Uh, it is just written in stone at this point that Salvi Perez and Whit Merrifield will be Chicago White Sox in 2024. I'm just thoughts. trying to figure out how they're getting uh, Salvador Perez. Like somebody brought up like a, a one-for-one swap with you take my junk, I take your junk, Yoan Mancata for uh, Salvador Perez. I don't think I would like that because, you know, Yoan would turn it on in Kansas City and be the guy that we need him to be. Well, and also it's, their Yoan's. guy is like the, one of the best players in the history of their franchise. Well, <laughs> well not, not the third baseman, though. No, the Royals guy, Salvador Perez. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. calling him oh. junk. <laughs> But he's making twenty million. He's not really performing. It's like up calling, it's like calling Canerco junk. <laughs> you gonna mean, do that? In his last couple of years, it was pretty bad. Um, but you guys, I, you guys are heartless. He was kind of <laughs> bad. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we talked about this before the show. Is Whit Merrifield the guy that you want as a free agent? No, exactly. Is but he better destined. than every single White Sox second baseman that suited here's, up? Here's last how you phrase year. that. Here's how you phrase that question, Herb. Is he the guy that you want for a White Sox free agent? And Sean says no. Is he a guy you want as a White Sox free agent? And Sean can go, eh, okay. Yeah, yeah but uh, the game of is he better than Gavin Sheets is not fun. Yes. No. I mean, is, is Whit Merrifield better than Gavin Sheets? A hundred percent, yes. So when hey. you're just saying, comparing it to the current White Sox roster, it doesn't mean anything because they all suck. You, want this, getting you better. want this team to get better. He would make this team and, better. Yeah, d- death by a thousand cuts. It's like, <laughs> as soon we will get there. Here's negative one. He's zero. Oh, God. Uh, we got a uh, super chat from uh, your guy, Connor Smith. Uh, and he's our guy, too. Uh, 200 plus ERA plus closing. What? For cl- here you go. Okay. You want you. the Please translation. Decipher. Closers, CP, who had a 200 or higher ERA plus in a single season. And you got 2003 Damaso Marte at 293. Holy smokes. No. Uh, 2004 Shingo Takatsu at 204. And Dustin Hermanson in the year 2005, 221. So they went back to back to back. Three straight years of having, I guess, the best closer in baseball. Those numbers are gigantic. Oh, that's Sox closers with 200 ERA plus. Correct. Uh, since yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. That 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 second one uh, makes a lot more sense. Uh, you know so you're telling funny? me that those three guys in those years were all better than the two years of Hendricks that they had? Oh yeah. Well, everyone hated Liam Hendricks. Remember? Because he gave up a, like a home run like once a month, and people were like, "He sucks." But, well, I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't care what people think about him. I'm sorry, talking the actual ERA plus number. Uh, one seventy three was his highest, and that so was... he went two forty in twenty nineteen, uh, two thirty eight in the Disney year. So those were both with the A's. Yeah, yeah. but uh, one one seventy three, one forty two, and then eighty eight this Last year. Three. But that's five innings. Huh. Interesting. The golden era of White Sox closers, the mid two thousands. But do they? I, I, we gotta see if those guys pitched like seventy innings. Too. Like did, pitched, did any of those guys have thirty five plus? Hermanson saves? didn't pitch a lot in twenty 
2005 because he got hurt. Both Shingo and Hermie got hurt in 2005. That's why Bobby Jenks was necessary. So I don't know how much Dustin Hermanson pitched, but he pitched very Ooh. well in his in his minor time. So Thomas Omerte was insane. Uh, 79 innings, posting a 293 ERA+. Plus. Go ahead, Jerry Manuel. How is he not the Cy Young? Jerry Manuel <laughs> out here insane. just throwing people out there. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Damn, arms falling off. He was, I mean, hey, why not? He was cooking. Uh, Hermie... Uh, in his second to last season, I mean, he really went out in flames. 2.21 ERA plus in his last full season, but only 57 innings. Uh, and then uh, who was the other guy? Shingo. Shingo and um, uh, Shingo in 04. Uh, what do you say? Another super chat. Uh, Paul Canerco's age 36 season. He was hurt hitting 3.99 on May 27. <laughs> Uh, and Shingo in his first year, uh, 62 innings. So, I mean, hey, that's 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 decent. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Uh, okay. Uh, shout out to Connor for those fun stats. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll get into uh, more fun. Oh, that was the thing I wanted to add. Uh, so, there is going to be one more name on that list since 2000. Uh, closers with a 200-plus ERA. Uh, it's going to be next year, though, 2024. Brian Shaw. Well, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah, now. they're going to. I mean, as of on. yesterday, he's a free agent. Oh, and they're talking to him. You I mean, he's what, coming I, back. You're going to get the email soon. Three get, three year deal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe maybe even a fourth team option. You know, <laughs> maybe they can give him the old Whit Merrifield, where you're surprised that his team option was 18 million. Brian Shaw will have the fourth year be like 18 million dollars okay. team option. Go. I'm calling. Um, okay, we'll take a break. Uh, let you know about our uh, ads, uh, our sponsors, uh, and then we will uh, jump into the in-season tournament talk, and we'll talk about the White Sox being the worst team in baseball, not my words, ESPNs. Uh, we will let you know about our friends over at Circa Sportsbook. Uh, it is a great time to sign up for Circa because we got college football this weekend, got NFL this weekend. Bears currently are seven and a half point dogs on the road against the Saints over under a 41. Justin Fields says he's, you know, gearing up like he's playing he's doubtful but hey maybe justin fields will start for the bears uh, instead of bajan uh hey uh, one can hope uh the illinois line you can't bet uh through the uh, app because of illinois laws but you can go visit the temporary in waukegan if you want to place a bet on the illinois line uh, they are two point dogs to minnesota and northwestern uh, they are five point dogs to iowa that one's at wrigley field the over under has climbed from 29 and a half to 31. So Maybe. it is going to be a very, very crazy game on the north side. Uh, wind's coming off Lake Michigan, too. It's going to be like a 3-2 game. Uh, <laughs> stole that from Tom Fornelli. Thank you, Tom. Uh, games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circus Sports menu, uh, unlike other sports books, which may use a minus 115 or minus 120 split. So shop around. Circo is always proud of their odds and their options for betters. They are always trying to provide the best options for you. Why place the same bet on a different sports book at minus 115 when it's minus 110 on circa if you're placing a bet at minus 115 that means less money to you all right if you're placing 25 dollars down you're making 24 25 i think on a minus 110 bet you know if it's minus 115 you're around 23 dollars. i mean you're just taking money away from yourself so sign up for circa sportsbook it is what any smart sports better does uh it is the world's largest sports book as well so you are going to get a ton of options and uh they also have great customer support so there are real people behind the circus sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion unlike other book- books who use chatbots all aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main circus Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. So download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois app. That's circasports.com slash Illinois app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. Uh, we got 
I think a watch party. Well, I guess well, we got the ne- the tailgates coming up next yeah. on November 9th. I, I I'm not gonna. I, I don't know. When, when. But we do have a uh, takeover tomorrow with the Blackhawks. Okay. Um, I don't at the United Center. Okay, that's that, that should be a good time. I feel like there was something to, to plug. I don't know if no, this should it. be plugging in here, uh, but I can plug the tailgate on November 9th. Uh, the Bears are going to be taking on the uh, Panthers, uh, and you can go to allchgo.com to check out the tickets for that event. If you or some of you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537, text GMB833234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Also want to let you know about Empire Today, um, our friends at Empire are trying to help you put the best quality floors in your home today. Uh, with Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats, but those copycats can't beat Empire on their quality, service, speed. So, those copycats qual- advertise low quality products that Empire simply won't carry. Those, uh, uh, Empire won't promise the lowest prices because anyone who does that are putting floors in your home that those copycats wouldn't put in their owns. What? Right. Those copycats? Jerks. Unbelievable. Um, Empire aren't jerks. Empire is really nice, and they have been in business for a very long time. Uh, they are a Chicago force. Uh, you've been seeing their commercials for a very long time because they are a trusted brand. Uh, They keep shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection and their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes and what they leave out of their selection is just as important as what they put in. Empire's product team exhaustly combs through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles for your home and you can see those styles with their virtual floor designer. So schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code CHGO. Visit empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. Okay. Uh, We are good with all the super chats. Let's get into the White Sox being terrible. Just awful. Uh, The Rangers win the World Series and ESPN has the power rankings go up. Braves number one. Rangers too. You scroll to find the White Sox. You scroll to find the White Sox. You scroll to find the White Sox. Oh, dead last. 30th out of 30. And I just have a lot of questions for you guys. Mainly, am I wrong to think, and no offense to DNVR, that the Rockies are the worst team in baseball? What are we doing here? I mean, the, the Rockies do not have Luis Robert Jr. The White Sox do. I feel like that's a really big separator here with these teams. The Rockies play in the toughest division with the Diamondbacks, who finished, what, fourth, third, and made it all the way to the World Series? Yep. I mean, I think they are taking that into account, that the White Sox are bad in a bad division. No, the Rockies are bad in a good division, a good competitive division, and sometimes they give those guys hell. So, yep, I wouldn't say the White Sox are the worst team in baseball, but quibbling about 28th, 29th, and 30th, they might be down there. I mean, the A's, yeah. somebody brings up the A's. The facilities are bad, but every three to four years, A's get some guy you've never heard of, some guys you've never heard of, and they perform well and eventually go to the playoffs. Well, this was mostly uh, back in the day, you know, uh, when Billy Bean was running things on a day-to-day basis. But every once in a while, those A's do churn in some good-ass players, and so you can never count them out from competing in the AL West. 
yeah, the White Sox with the moves have been uninspiring. People can look at the two starters they have returning as starting pitchers. Even those two guys have question marks by their names, and you got to fill out the rest of the roster. So while ESPN has been a thing and a thorn in White Sox sides for a long time, a White Sox fan side for forgetting the World Series and that they had participated in the 2005 World Series and won it, I think they're not too far off than calling the White Sox the worst team in baseball or in their power rankings, the 30th team in baseball. Because who is there except for Luis Robert, to get excited about. Who is there to show that they're going to be propelled next year? Like, I would say Cease, but you don't know what you're going to get next year. You can get the Cease that showed up in 2023. I prefer the one that showed up in 2022, but I don't know who's going to be there. And then all the rest of that is question marks, a bunch of question marks. At least you know that Brendan Doyle is going to give you quality defense. (laughs) I tried, Sean. I'm sorry. You tried. And also... As you said, the all-star MVP resides in Colorado. That's true. I mean, they, they got the White Sox beat a catcher. That's for sure. He's 32, though. <laughs> and their star free agent never plays for them. Yes, Chris Bryan is I mean, off turd. He's the, natural White Sox. The Rockies have him beat on attendance. That's for sure. I mean, there's a check in the Rockies box. I mean, the White Sox fell from 27 to 30th because of the firing of Kenny and Rick, uh, because of the 101 games and 101 losses. Uh, I don't know. Ryan I mean, McMahon, no, you're not a fan? Huh? Ryan McMahon, you're not a fan of? Chuck Nasty, you're not a fan of? He's just naming Rockies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't know he's I mean, to be fair to the Rockies. Like Hampton. They... <laughs> I Clint know Barmus. Oh my God! None of those guys are back. Your Vitori Alba. Oh Jesus Christ! He's digging in the crates for those people. <laughs> I mean, why, why not mention Dante Bichette? I mean, you can mention uh, who's the guy that was hitting uh, home runs to the moon out there? Uh, Galarraga. Galarraga. Yeah, these are these are famously good players, though. I was just trying to name randos. Yeah. I mean, Mike Hampton's pretty famous, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Clint Barmus. That's Did a guy. Win rookie of the year one year. Mm-hmm. Was he a rookie of the year, Clint Barmus? I. He was really good early, and then he stuck yeah. after that. Um, He's the guy I, who fell down the stairs carrying uh, venison. <laughs> hey, it's it's MLB post dead animal season. Uh, all every MLB player is now posting all of the all of their mm. uh, hunting kills on mm. Instagram. What Matt a great app! Still hasn't touched the uh, plate, by the way. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you, do you I'm, care? Yes, I'm so pissed. So. Secondary Padre fan, I'm still pissed. Oh, um, I forgot. But I am going Padres. on with uh, Susie from DNVR Rockies, and we're going to be talking about this specific thing. And I would say, yeah, the White Sox and the Rockies are, and probably the A's in that mix too, are probably competing for the last spot in Major League Baseball. But I think the Rockies have a better future and a better outlook on 2024 than the White Sox, as we currently state. Now, Chris Gatz can go out and do some things where, like, okay, the White Sox have improved. They're going to be a better team. Maybe not top of the AL Central better, but average. Back to 81 and 81, which I don't think the Rockies will get to. Clint Barmas, eighth in Rookie of the Year voting uh, in uh, 2005. There you go. Only played 81 games. Uh, Yeah, shout out to Clint Barmas. I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird, too, just because, I mean, you mentioned ESPN being a thorn in the side of White Sox fans, but I'm pretty sure I'm trying to find this. didn't Jeff Passon call them like the team of the future at one point? 
Didn't he, didn't he say like I think it was like a, a, like let's predict the future like you know who's gonna win the most this decade uh, so it was like decade predictions and I'm pretty sure Jeff Passan was like this team's gonna win at least well, uh, like again two here. World Series I know it's obviously but it, it's just it's a it's a crazy fall from grace from literally this team being so highly thought after these guys still being under contract Aloy Luis Yoan Tim and they just sucked they're just the worst team in baseball how fun I mean I don't know just bringing it up to good feel good Friday story. I was, I, my thoughts on this is I always caution folks to not get worked up about what just one person's opinion is over it. You know, who's just doing a blog post that there's been asked to do by their editor. Uh, you know, so keep that in mind just because the, just because it's on ESPN's website doesn't mean that, you know, they're doomed. They're, uh, they've been cemented as the worst team, uh, from a record standpoint in 2024. But I think if you read the little blurb that, that accompanied it there, uh, it highlighted everything that has happened in 2023 for the White Sox. And I think that probably has a big scarring effect in the mind of people who don't follow this team on a daily basis, as well as those who do, um, that what you just said, right? I mean, even at the beginning of this year or this season, the the expectation was, oh, well, they're going to be one of the best teams in the American League Central. They're going to, they are talking about themselves as a playoff contender, that kind of thing. And our opinion was that everything went wrong in 2022. Mm-hmm. How could it, how could it, it possibly couldn't happen again in 2023. And then you remember August, just the list of stuff that happened in, in August was just insane to go along with the fact that they played pretty poor baseball up until that point. So to drop from a team where the expectation was playoffs or, or it's going to be a disappointment to 101 losses and everything that comes along with it front office change for a team that hadn't made it in 25 years uh you know uh all the players from the roster that could be traded or gotten rid of are gone we're talking about an offseason in which we don't even know if they're going to set themselves up to compete in 2024 um it is a large tumble plus the thing that probably generated the most headlines from this team all year the two things were from a sports perspective tim getting punched in the face on on the field and from a news perspective someone in the stadium being struck by a bullet so um these are not the kind of headlines that are conducive to people going oh what a what a great ship they're running over there we should rate them really high uh like you said herb you know 27th 30th does it really matter you've seen where the White Sox have gone from a team that was not just on the rise but but they're ready to compete and just a fall right off a cliff I mean the White Sox out, have outspent the Rockies in the past three years I don't expect that to change and especially when you know Jerry Reinsdorf's like we're gonna compete you know we're gonna we're gonna go full steam ahead I mean like especially with Liam's option being de- declined and there's 13 and a half million dollars you think more available like don't you think the White Sox? I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm I'm a degenerate. I'm trying to handicap everything. If we see the odds for World Series posted, you think the White Sox are gonna have worse odds than the Rockies to win it all next year? The White no. Sox didn't even. I mean, they finish. both suck. White Sox I mean, didn't even finish wrong. last in their own division. No, but it's true. I mean, like, are the Royals even better than them? I'm just trying to like. Yes. Maybe the vibes are the worst in baseball, but there's no way that they are the worst team in baseball. But they're not going to have the worst record in 2024. No, but think of how well the Rocky, uh, the Royals played down the stretch, and that's what ESPN people are probably thinking of. Another thing I have problems with this actual article is not the actual article. It's the way too early. Like, 
either say it with your chest or don't. Like, don't apologize to your readers that, hey, this is way too early. But here comes the power rankings. Go ahead, throw it out there. Well, say it with your chest. That's the whole point, though. Yeah. Because th- there's about to be you an know, entire offseason where everybody's roster is going to change. Yeah, but just yeah. put it out there. Don't, like, you're pre-apologizing to your audience. Like, oh, this yeah, is no, way too early. This but is, here you go, anyways. This is, like, your whole thing of, like, emergency podcast. Yes. This is just you quibbling I'm, over I'm words. I'm very pedantic. Have you not met me? It's just give it up. <laughs> no. Hey, what you say so you want it to be a preemptive free – that, what a catchy headline. A preemptive free agent uh, power ranking. Well, just don't send it out then. I know that – this person has more bosses than I do and saying, hey, send out a thing. We need some clicks on this shit. And it worked because here we are doing a whole thing it about well, it. But just send it out. It's like, to. here are the power rankings. If you don't like them, great. They can, they can adjust. They can adjust. Way too early. These are way too I don't early think power it's rankings. I say, please like our power rating. I am, that's not the headline. I am genuinely pleased, though, that instead of being quote-unquote mad that they oh my god how could they have ranked the white Sox 30 out of 30 herb's most biggest problem with these is the way that the headline was phrased yes and that is making me happy that we don't have to dedicate more time to talking about one guy's opinion about the worst team in baseball we're done well i was i was it was it was less about his opinion it's more about or her what's i don't know who wrote it david showing oh then his i I, I said his (laughs) because or they i guess i'm pretty sure david's like show felt is a he Uh, i mean he might for they them pronouns i you don't know have you read his have you read i'll go check now her have you check his linkedin (laughs) it's friday we're having a good time one with Fun with words with Herb Lawrence today. Pedantic Herb. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Shout out. Yeah, he's he. Um, he's he, he, he. We don't know that. Whatever. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> the Drops by Soul Savvy app makes it easy to keep up with all the latest news, releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. It is your one-stop shop for everything sneakers. Gotta check them out for their drop alert instant notifications. You'll never miss a release again. You'll get instantly notified whenever your size is available to buy. They also have free raffle management, so you can keep track of all the raffles that happen in the sneaker world with their raffle tracker and the release calendar. Uh, Accurate release calendars will keep you up to date on releases that are upcoming. Whether you are a casual buyer or an all-out sneakerhead, Soul Savvy has something for you with three different levels. The basic version, which is free, mobile plus, or premium, so you can go try them out with the basic version. Download the app today. Drops by Soul Savvy app, and if you are a crazy sneakerhead and we're turning you on, uh, check out the mobile plus or premium uh, options. I know our guy Cody, who's the biggest sneakerhead in here, raves about the premium uh, uh, features uh, and the premium uh, option that he has, um, and especially because I know he's probably going to be on the Soul Savvy app tomorrow for their drop uh, this Saturday, November 4th. The Air Jordan 1 Reimagine Royal drops. The drops by Soul Savvy app will notify you when and where it's dropping. So download the app and never miss a release. Sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash chgo or head over to the app store and download the drops by Soul Savvy app. Links.soulsavvy.com com slash chgo or head over to the app store and download the drops by soul savvy app you shouldn't have to worry when buying tickets to your next big event game time has fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all-in prices views from your seat 
and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And I've told this story a many of time. I was going to Atlanta last year with Courtney, and we were looking for seats, and game time hooked it up. We found these seats in a great section, and I wanted to test their 110% guarantee to having the lowest price. So I went to a secondary site. One site did have it for a lower price. I emailed game time, and within 12 minutes, I got the difference plus 110% of the difference in my account, which was $46 immediately. And that's how game time works. Customer service was on point too. Last minute deals, flash deals, zone deals. Game time makes it easy. Easy to find, buy your tickets for every kind of event in your area. I just looked up the Bulls tickets for tonight's in-season tournament. I'm getting the building for $43 for NBA game in-season tournament. The inaugural in-season tournament in Chicago, you'll be there. In CHGO Bulls, I'm assuming Will Gottlieb just posted a photo of him walking into the United Center and seeing the new floor. So go check out at CHGO underscore Bulls if you want to see the new floor. He saw red. He saw red. Yes, he did. That's Literally. That's the quote. Literally. I'm assuming Uh you read it. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so you know what you're getting and it's not with hidden fees and deals like that. Buy a ticket in seconds with two clicks of the app. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. And it's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. By the way, Go and see Michael Chay tomorrow. Use game time for that. With zone deals, you can pick the section, and the game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And game time, and a game time guarantee, as I told you, means you get the best seats for the lowest price. If you don't, they'll give you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Uh, sorry, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code CHGO for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CHGO twenty dollars off. Game Time. Download it right now. It's a last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Let's jump into our final topic here, and uh, it is about what you just talked about—the in-season tournament, uh, the NBA is having an in-season tournament, which will culminate in December, right? Yep. Uh, will culminate in December. Uh, it's basically a way to get more money to the players with each win. Uh, there's a certain uh, b- amount of money that will be granted to each player. I saw the coaches, too. Get coaches some more money too. also, oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> uh, so these are regular season games that are happening. So tonight's game between the Bulls and Magic will count towards the Bulls' in-season record but also will count towards the Pool C in-season tournament. What do we make of this? Is this convoluted? Yes. Do we like this? <laughs> can convoluted things be nice? Convoluted things can be nice. Mm-hmm. I don't see under any circumstances how, other than the broadcast presentation, this is any different than just the game they played the other night, right? Right. I mean, it's a regular season game Correct. against the team they were going to play anyway. Mm-hmm. The only caveat being that if they win this, it's better for the standings of something that they're not that they're competing for, but not really competing for. Like, it's kind of it, why didn't they just why don't they just block out the middle of the season and Thank play you. an actual tournament? That's that makes more sense, right? And granted, that would take up more time, and you don't have those games. You would have to shave down the number of regular season games to accompany that. I'm sure, but like this is just out of this world. Can, like arbitrary to me why is it this game that counts for the tournament other than the next game right yeah 
that's you said exactly what I was going to say. That's a hundred percent. Like there's people who are on the radio today. I was listening to the score and they had Kendall Gill, who is part of his job is to know about the end season tournament. And he was like, they haven't played a game. I know the basics that everybody else knows. I don't know more until I see the games and what it actually does. Like do the bulls play harder today? Do they think that, Oh man, if we win this game, we can go to Vegas eventually and lose to the, the Spurs <laughs> in a semifinal game. No, they don't care about this, but a semifinal game that is for a trophy that is not the main one that they're no. playing. Yeah, for. Is, are, are, <laughs> they get are bulls fans going to be like, if they win this tournament, they're like, Baby, we're the in-season tournament. Are they champions. gonna print up shirts? Yeah, we're gonna be like, yeah, exactly. Like the Rangers had the shirts on the other yeah. night. Are they gonna be like Group C champions? Banners? Yeah. Are there banners. gonna be banners? We were 2023 Group C in-season tournament champions. In-season tournament champs. Like it's, it's good. I would want it on the backside of the NBA schedule because that. But that's what February, the playoffs are, Herb. Yeah, but <laughs> I know, but like February to like. The beginning of April is just such a slog. It's so, ugh, especially if your team's like in that no man's land and we're not, not going anywhere. At least that would give fans of those teams, like the last place teams, something to look forward to. Maybe my team can catch one of those teams that is struggling or trying to sit out players. They can go and grab a game versus them. They can win another game versus another team that's trying to just get to the playoffs and doesn't care about this bullshit game. And they can get an in-season tournament. Beginning of the year, everybody's playing hard. Everybody's fresh. And so I get why they're playing it now, but I think it would be do better if they reimagine it next year back of the schedule instead of the front of the schedule. Well, too, I think also it probably gives more incentive to quit in the last half of the season. There's no in se- the in-season tournament se- is already over. Yeah. None of these What are you matter. talking about? Well, like, <laughs> Why I'm do people like, care about winning an in-season tournament? They're trying to win the championship. This is a championship. It's just... And they win money. There's a trophy. There's money. Mm. There's a trophy. I don't money. know how well... Like, do you go in the off-season and you're like, hey, man, look at that ring. In-season trophy champion, bro. <laughs> What you got? Uh, I got the real championship. Imagine if the Bulls <laughs> win the in-season tournament championship and yeah, they bro. get the trophy. You could go to the Advocate Center where they will have on display <laughs> six NBA championship trophies and then one little in-season tournament trophy that's like half the size. And you're going to be like, what is this? I bet money Why they're going to put here? it right there, though, too. Where, what is Within this? Within it. <laughs> this, is, this is our championships right here. Uh, play, players on the winning team will each get uh, $500,000, which is more than uh, Eric Armstead's game check. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers is posting his That's game not check. That's a lot of money. Post, it's post tech tax. Okay. I mean, San Francisco, very, very taxed out there. Uh, runners up will get 200K. Uh, losing players of the semifinals will each get 100K. And losing players of the quarterfinals will each get 50K. <laughs> yeah, that was an appropriate sound effect. Great job, um, Sarah, because that that sums it all up, doesn't it? Oh, and there will be a most valuable player award for the oh in-season boy. tournament. Does he get more Does, money? Yeah, right. Will it be the catcher like, from the Rockies? <laughs> <laughs> will they will they run it back? Like if the Bulls win the in-season tournament, it's like, well, this team, they won the in-season tournament. Like, like next year, you yeah, mean? Like this, defending this, in-season tournament champs. This causes them to like pick Even up Pat like, Williams' option or whatever, and <laughs> Zach Levine gets an extension again or something. Pat Williams only balls out in the in-season tournament games. <laughs> He's really got that in-season tournament dog in him. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's like when I was a kid, I used to watch the in-season tournament. Man, <laughs> finally here, so great. I've always dreamed of a day like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mercy. All right, so you had something proposed for MLB. Yes, so your original prompt was, 
should there be a baseball version of this? And if so, what should there be? Absolutely not. But <laughs> if I, you were I'm like, I'm surprised you have something. If you were like, cause it you seems know, like you just be totally against it. If I got a call right now from Rob Manfred and it's, and he was like, Vinny, <laughs> We're doing, an in, we're doing an in-season tournament, <laughs> but I have no idea what to make it. We have to do it, and you have to come up with something. Your first question would be like, how'd you get my number, Rob? And <laughs> It'd be Jerry Seinfeld. Who is this? <laughs> um, but, uh, but so what I, would, what I would say is you have to make it matter to the big thing, to the actual playoffs, the actual trophy. So – here you, here you go. I don't know if every minor league used to do this, but the Midwest League, where the Kane County, my hometown, Kane County Cougars, used to play. Somewhere. It's that way. Um, they had first-half champions. Yes. And that te- those teams were guaranteed spots in the playoffs. So here you go. At, at the end of the first half, right before the All-Star break, the, the top two teams, or the top team in each league is the first-half champion. They're guaranteed a playoff spot. Then they play each other in a three-game series uh, on the back half of the All-Star week. So the All-Star break goes from from just half a week to a full week. The weekend is the in-season tournament, just AL champ versus NL champ, and they're guaranteed a play- playoff spot. I kind of like having just it be a one-game final. Sure. Because then you could just do it on the All-Star game day. And maybe make that a little more well, important, or maybe you could do, do it the day, day after, after the All Star right. game, so and then, then none the of those teams, is, none of those teams as players would probably be in the All Star game, right? Or maybe yeah. they would, but they might not. But then there you go, play at neutral site at the game where the at the stadium where the All Star game is. Just add it to All Star, and then that way too, you get like a, a the great the best pitching matchup you can get, right? Because ace like, versus ace, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. And also, you would have less fights because then Yasmani wouldn't be leaving to get some time with his family. But my big time thing, if they're going to be changing the floors for <laughs> the NBA, you change the grass for the end season tournament for baseball. Blue, red, some blue, like Boise State, Eastern Washington's got red grass or red turf. Just make it really or, weird. And here's here's another thing. Kill grass here's another for no thing. reason. Yes, maybe you don't do it at where the All Star game is because that's usually at a big league stadium. You make the quote unquote Field of Dreams game or whatever mm. that is that year. You do not announce who it is ahead of time. The win, the winner, the first half champions play the Field of Dreams game or whatever that becomes. Theo's gonna be yeah, giving you a call, man. You got who these is? ideas, Theo Epstein. He's he made the pitch clock. He made all these new rules. It's, Vinny's got the new new rules that are nice. Didn't you hear I mean, Rob Manfred's calling me? I, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't have the ideas. These are Theo's ideas and Vinny's. Also, too, you're shocked that Rob Manfred can get Vinny Duber's phone number. Yes, not, 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 but like you, were, we were so surprised. Like we're not surprised that Tony Larusa can make a few phone calls, pull a few strings, and you know make it into the World Series box. You think but he like, was like asking, like asking around for in? tickets? No. Like, oh man, anybody got any tickets? Yeah, no, I I'm think sure he was I called he, up. And I think he scalped them. No, he just walked to the building. Is like. I'm a Hall of Famer baseball and walk person. walked past the, the security guy. Just walked to the side of him. Remember and, when I used to be the head of baseball operations you in this me. very building? I'm going right past you. Thank you, though. <laughs> Hello, Mike. I'm walking in. <laughs> um, uh, what was the point? Did I bring up Tony? Sorry. 
<laughs> they know they about bring up Vinny phone. having his number or oh, yeah, Rob Manfred right. having his number. I mean, Rob Manfred can easily get your phone number. I'm sure he can. You have enough connections where, you know, Rob Manfred could find, you know, also, he could call he, Scott Merkin. Not me. I don't have enough. He has enough connections where he could figure <laughs> it out. He's the commissioner He's of the baseball. the commissioner of Major League Baseball. He probably can get your home, home phone number, Herb. Well, I remember, oh, yeah, the baseball book had everybody's numbers in those, too, back in the day yeah. when you had the... Before emails were the thing. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The baseball NFL book, the, black, the blue book and the yeah. black book. Go buy, yeah. I mean, oh my God, the score had a ton of those. Oh, I have, oh here's the 2005 NBA Black Book. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to call up the Charlotte Bobcats media what's, relations. What's Dan O'Shaughnessy doing now? <laughs> Being a curmudgeon. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? I mean, I think Vinny solved it. He did. That I was mean, pretty great. I, I would, would you, but because I like the, the first half idea because it, it you know, I think what the Yankees would have been this year? Yeah, or they would, because I mean, they had a pretty decent first half. They were the best team in. The American League in the first half? I don't Maybe it was the Rays. By the time we got to mid-July? I don't know. I think it was the, yeah, the Rays, Rays ran away with it, right? Maybe Remember? I'm thinking yeah. of a different AL East team. But I, I like that. Um, and maybe, too, it's like, do you, they get their own spot in the playoffs? No. No. Because you don't want to, yes. you don't want to eliminate the ability for a team to win the division. So it's not like you're just giving this team the one seed and saying enough. They're just guaranteed a spot. So the so the worst that can happen from a team making the playoffs that doesn't normally wouldn't deserve to do it is that the third team in the wild card standings would miss the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. Because, like that, you eliminate because the them. team that was good in the, at, in the first half and then dropped would ha- would be guaranteed the worst, the lowest seed. Do you eliminate? Oh, okay. Okay. But if they are, if they do just end up being the best team and win their division, then there you go. They would have made it anyway, but mm-hmm. but they're guaranteed. They can't fall out of the playoffs once they've won the first half. So we can eliminate a wild card team, but we can't. You can't. Like you wouldn't shrink it. No. No. Okay. No. It's interesting. No. Yeah. So if the White Sox somehow won the in season tournament, sorry, who's the th- the third place team? Te- Texas. Yeah. Sorry, Rangers. Oh, wow. <laughs> Get your ass out of the playoffs. It's White Sox time. Well, Diamondbacks were the third place team, right? In the so, National League. Sorry, Diamondbacks. So, I mean, you know, hey, maybe. They, no, the Marlins. Weren't the Marlins? Oh, yeah, Marlins. Yeah. Yeah. They had to play, yeah. yeah. Um, the Brewer. That was very sloppy. Could have been the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Say Suzuki dropped that damn ball. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm still not over that. We were here. Sorry. Oh, I know. That's, <laughs> I that was, that's my, one of my favorite clips on uh on t- uh, TikTok, where Cody's just puts his head down, he thinks he's got the catch, and his late reaction that say I dropped the ball, oh, so beautiful. It's not Cub Sox thing, but it's just a great film. You could hear a pin drop in my house because there mm. just was no. I can't. It was. I've already ranted on the Cubs about yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot you missed just, the Brant Brown. Thing I give say an F literally just because of that play. How old were you in two thousand three, Sarah? Three. Mm. So this was good age. Wow, how about this? Your your biggest taste of Cubs heartbreak was this year's Seiya Suzuki <laughs> mis- preventing them from making the third wild card. Oh I know. boy! No, I've been lucky because I was sixteen, you know, when they won the World Series, and so those. And I didn't really become a fan until I was like fourteen. So oh. yeah, no, it's mm. it's been it's been, it's been pretty good. You, you gave two years. You became a fan <laughs> right, right when they came good. God. I know. Good good so, job, yeah, Sarah. You chose a, wisely. It's been a tough two years, you know. Give you know. <laughs> Not making the playoffs. Being respectable, but not making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. Having Sucks a, to be you, Sarah. Fun Sucks young team. You. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you, damn it. Hey, I mean, there's going to be a, the White Sox version of Sarah in, in two years because the 2012 Cubs lost 101 games. So, you know, I mean, the, the, so basically, you know, 2025 is going to be a, a year that's going to create a lot of White Sox fans. And in 2027, the White Sox are going to be World Series champions. You're here first. 
Nope, and so. no pushback. So there you go. Do you want me to do you this? Heard it here first. Do you want me to do this ad read now? <laughs> oh yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you're listening to us or watching us right now, you know that there are five days of CHGO White Sox podcasts every single week, and you probably also know that there are five days of CHGO Bears, five days of CHGO Cubs, Blackhawks, Bulls every single week. Sky. Well, not, not five, five days, but oh, that's true. They're they're around as well, and you can get all that, you know, just on the YouTubes, but. If you want to go to the next level, right, you go ahead and you join the CHGO Die Hard program. You become a Die Hard. You join our community. Herb's going to model the box while I tell you what you can get. You're going to get access to premium written content at, at allchgo.com. You're going to get access to uh, discounted to shirts over on uh, the CHGO locker. You're going to get to join the members-only Discord, uh, the CHGO lounge, where you can chat with us about the White Sox and whatever other team, Chicago teams you choose to to do there. Uh, you Plus, you get a free to shirt when you sign up, and you get 20% off of all CHGO events. That includes the Bears tailgate that we're doing uh, a week from yesterday. Yes, November 9th, uh, yes. before their game against the Carolina There's Panthers. So Bulls takeover coming up soon. We got Bulls takeovers, Hawks takeovers. You know, it's cold season in Chicago, so that means hockey and basketball. Very exciting stuff. Uh, so you can be part of all of that. All you got to do is go over to allchgo.com, check out what it takes for you to become a diehard, all of those fun goodies that come along with it. We very much appreciate all our diehards who are a part of our community here, and we'd love to have you aboard if you're not already. And as Sean is wearing today, you get diehard exclusives like this meatball shirt right here. Perfect. Meatball Island. Nice, yeah. uh, nice, nice tag team. Oh, sorry. Um, you're not, you're not, you don't have a history of in a uh, clothing store, do you? No. That was a poor fold. I worked at Jewel. That was more of a wad than we a fold. fold vegetables. <laughs> um, well, over at the Kane County Cougars Souvenir Store, they teach you how to fold real nice. Show it. Show you off your folding skills. Come on, let's see. Give me that. You can't, me you that can't shirt. talk that a big shirt. game and All right, you show how good of a fold folder you are. Um, real quick, uh, I love Fly the Dub. Always seeing his name pop up in our chat. And uh, Nady um, makes a good point. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know what you guys want us to do. Uh, pro sports and, and the decline in ratings. I have no, I could do nothing about that. Uh, wow, that's a pretty grateful. And uh, I'll do that now for like my shirts at home too. Someone commented yesterday about uh, how uh, you know we don't, White Sox fans don't want to hear anything unless Jerry Reinsdorf sells the team. Then you don't want us to have a job. So it's like I, you know, I we really have an impasse. Yeah, here. we're here. It's like <laughs> I, and he's I, gonna be here. I'd also like him to sell the team, but hey, we don't have that power. Uh, you have the power though to go to foco.com, uh, get fit in the best sports gear around hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Uh, we have some lovely set decorations like the Southpaw bobblehead on our set right now. They donated a few awesome pieces for our set for when the Cubs are on, when the Blackhawks are on, Bulls are on. So go check out foco.com, f o c o.com, or click the link in the description below for online pre sale items. Just promo code CHGO for 10% off FOCO.com promo code CHGO for 10% off all non-presale items. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, Cause it is a Friday. Any final thoughts? Liam Hendricks option decline. Got some uh, in-season tournament talk. White Sox are the worst team in baseball. Any other thoughts? No, I just hope that Liam comes back to the White Sox. I hope they find a way where he can come back. He's going to make some team happy. That's for sure. I mean, and if he does pitch in 2024, Man, they're going to get a uh, hopefully a, a really good pitcher to to help a playoff run. Can he be comeback player of the year two years in a row? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. All right. I mean, he's he's going to miss part of the year. I mean, that's 
came back and then came back again. How about it? Yeah. He's won a couple reliever of the year awards too. So I mean, he's just got a full hardware. Roberto Clemente award a couple times too. It's not many. ESPN yeah. award too. SP oh, award. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it the Jimmy V one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's got a full trophy. Multi-time case. All-Star. Even though Sean thinks that that belongs in the in the bathroom instead of on the mantle, <laughs> but, but his yeah. is different. Like I mean, Andrew Benatendi's not swearing on the mount. I mean, Liam Hendricks has etched himself into All-Star game history because he was just swearing up a storm in Colorado. Uh, that was I've always put a hot mic on that guy. I mean, he's he's a baseball legend. Uh, anyways, uh, shout out to. Uh, our friends uh, that are watching, uh, hit the thumbs up button. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, we We're got- hitting Liam Hendricks likes. Hey, nice. Uh, we got the it. Bulls post game tonight for the in season tournament. So make sure you turn in, tune into uh, Will, Big, Dave, and uh, Will. That's and me. Matt. Peck. Who, yeah. Did I say Will? You twice? said Will twice. twice. You just yeah. love some Gottlieb. Yeah, I do. I bet Peck has some thoughts on the red floor. Oh yeah, well, and he's probably gonna throw his hat. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. He just wears several hats. And just peel them off as he goes down. <laughs> Vinny Duber. At Vinny Duber, he's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. That's Herb Lawrence. You can follow him at Ecknerall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. And I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Follow the show at CHGO underscore White Sox. And thank you to Sarah for producing our show. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. We all city like the mayor. 